Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Doran's Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Doran's for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern, I am back here on the program, everybody, and we got a lot to talk about here today, and uh, a lot more exciting things in my head, although we can talk about that later. It is Wednesday, and that means tonight it is AEW Dynamite. They're still in California. They're in Sacramento. We got six matches announced for the show tonight, including for the AEW TNT title, Wardlow will be defending against Powerhouse Hobbs. Powerhouse Hobbs is from the Bay Area, which is a little bit south of Sacramento. But he is facing a man who is very, very angry because his car got broken into and everything was stolen, including his TNT tire. So we'll talk about the full lineup for the show tonight. We have got the MLW lawsuit. They did refile. They had until... uh, they had until Monday to refile, and they did. So uh, we'll tell you what's going on there. We have a full lineup for WrestleMania at this point. We've got, uh, looks like, eight matches, and uh, these will be split between two nights. And we'll find out what matches are on what night as things go on. We do know a couple of them because of things that people have said. We got uh, another pay-per-view coming up, Backlash, which has now been booked for May 6th. In San Juan, Puerto Rico. And so you'll never guess who the host of that show is going to be. We've got raw ratings for Monday night with the return of John Cena, which did not do nearly as well as SmackDown with the return of John Cena. And yes, while I did not get to personally do the world-famous Raw report, I do get to do the world-famous NXT TV report today. Back in a moment with more Observer Live.
get ready because Scott's is taking over Daylight Saving Time. It's such a big event that we're calling it Daylong Saving Time. And now it's got real savings. In fact, it's the biggest deals of the year. Audacious? Absolutely. So don't wait. Stock up early and you'll be able to save up to $20 on Scott's Triple Action and Easy Seed products today at the Home Depot and Lowe's. Offers available March 9th through 22nd at select U.S. stores. While supplies last, selection varies by location. See store for exact offers. If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. If you own a business with employees and have not received your COVID ERTC payroll refund of up to $26,000 per employee, you need to act fast as time is running out. ERTCfiling.com has helped thousands of businesses across the country receive over a half billion dollars in government funds. This is not a loan and you do not have to pay it back. ERTCfiling.com consultants will make the process fast and easy and at a fee of less than 2%. Let ERTCfiling.com show you the money. Go to ERTCfiling.com to see how you qualify. Fees are at fixed rates per quarter qualified 2% based on total average rates you are listening to wrestling observer live with brian alvarez and mike sempervivi on the sports byline broadcasting network back in the show brian alvarez here wrestling observer live mike sempervivi also wrestling observer.com your tie line's kind of acting up i may have to have you switch channels okay but uh we got a lot of news to get into here today i'm going to tell you this everybody because this is a business if you want the whole story about why I got no hair right now, you got to listen to the Brian Vinny show last night. Spent good eight, ten minutes on it. But the short version is, I thought I was really clever yesterday, spoofing Vince McMahon for his mustache and his jet black hair. And so I might have painted on a mustache. And perhaps... Because I do not want to dye my hair black, I got a cover-up 
they called it a temporary dye mm -hmm. that was designed to be sprayed into the part of your hair to just cover up the roots and perhaps was not designed to paint your entire head black and uh, suffice to say it uh, it didn't come out can I ask you a question yes why did you have that product uh, in uh, range to grab to begin with Brian why didn't I what have the what in what what are why you talking you, about where did you have that pro why was it just sitting around the house have you been touching it up after all these years I bought it yesterday before the show in fact, if you want to find out exactly what I was in the store buying it, and this is an irony that nobody knows. So yesterday, I told Mike that, uh, you know, him and Filthy guys want to do the show, whatever. But I have got to be on uh, to talk about Vince's mustache. And so if you recall, Mike, I told you that I was going to start the show, and then, uh, and then you guys could go from there. Yes. But if you uh, scroll back in your text messages... Mm -hmm. uh, it would be at exactly 11.38 a.m. Pacific, which was 2.38 Eastern. That's when I came up with the idea and stopped at the Rite Aid. And in fact, do you remember what I texted you ironically? <laughs> change of plant. Yes. Yeah, plants change when, yes, even when you pretend imperative. to be Vince McMahon. It was imperative that I started the show. You made sure to say Well, because I didn't know if I had everything done on time. <laughs> and I wanted to sneak in like Vince oh. snuck in. So, yeah, I got a jet black uh, root touch-up. I sprayed it all over my head. And, uh, you know, it's supposed to wa it, was supposed to, it said it would wash out after w one shampoo. Last one shampoo, it said. Wrong. <laughs> and after, and this, you know, sometimes I exaggerate and everything like that, but I'm not kidding. I put shampoo in and washed it out eight times, and nothing had changed. <laughs> I couldn't get my fingers through my hair, nothing. Oh, no. And I decided I was going to wait, you know, six hours or so and try it again. I tried washing with shampoo. I tried washing with soap. I tried washing with uh, uh, Dawn dish soap. Dish detergent? Yeah. Nothing. Oh. And this guy, this guy goes, why not just leave it black? Because it wasn't the color that was the issue. It was that it's not the stuff that the, the cover-up is not like a dye, okay? What it is is some substance, okay? And the substance would not wash out of my hair. Some goo. Yeah, it was it was literally goo. And like I tried to you know go like this, and then my fingers are stuck. I, I like <laughs> so at that point it was like I just got to shave my head. I got to shave it all out of my head. Oh, and man. I thought I thought I was going to be cue ball, like totally bald, but I managed to get it down to a number two, and the stuff was all out. Now, so, is your scalp at any point on your head there? Is it is it dyed, or is it just your hair? I don't think so. I mean, I can see my scalp, so the stuff's all out of it. Golly. <laughs> so anyway, Vince, once again, gets the last laugh on me. It is like constant suffering. Yeah, I had pictures, too, and I would, like, try to put my hands in my hair, and then I had, like, you know, black goo all over my fingers. It was bad. Oh, man. Now, at any point during your time as Vince, did you get the urge to harass anybody or sign any NDAs? Well, thankfully, I, I you know, I, I got out of the skies immediately. I was going to sneak in with my shirt off and do the full Vince McMahon walk, but I thought we might be booted out of uh, off of Twitch if I did something like that. So, 
didn't happen. Damn but anyway, nips on Twitch. Anyway, Damn shame. If you want, if you want more, you can listen to the Brian Vitti show last night. But uh, tonight we got to talk about news. And my Sean. my head is not news. Okay. Yes, Vince's mustache and his jet black hair was news, but my head is not news. <laughs> so Sacramento tonight, Wardlow versus Powerhouse Hobbs for the TNT title. Jericho, Sammy, and Daniel Garcia versus Top Flight and AR Fox. Orange Cassidy versus Jay Lethal for the Atlantic title. Moxley and Claudio versus Alex Reynolds and John Silver. Sky Blue versus Ruby Soho at a promo from the Hangman. Now, as noted in the opening segment, on Twitter Tuesday evening, Wardlow shared a video of his rental car, which had been broken into. Everything in the car was stolen, including his gear and the TNT title. He said, well, thanks to the person who broke into my rental car, and uh, they took absolutely everything from me, he said. My TNT title, my ring gear, my boots, my whole life in those bags. I don't know if that means I'll have to beat the stuffing out of Hobbs in these clothes I'm wearing right now, but one way or another, I'm going to make it to Sacramento, and we're going to get this done. Whoever did this better thank God I didn't catch you in the act, because your jaw would be as shattered as this glass is. So he's mad. And I guess we'll find out what they do on, uh, you know, if I had to guess, I've been pushing for Hobbs to win the title for, like, forever. But I don't think it's happening tonight because they just put the title on Wardlow. And my my feeling as to why this is being booked this way is that, yes, he's not winning the title. Yes, he's not winning the belt in Sacramento. But he got the big win in his hometown He's getting the big push in his hometown. He will lose the match in the end, but he got all of that other stuff. That's what I figure is going to happen here. I mean, I would be, you know, but why is fine it so necessary to have a title match? Why is it necessary? Yeah, because because the match have... he won was to give him a title match. But That's it wasn't why. the next match that Wardlow had, or it wasn't the next thing that he had to do. He could get a big win over somebody tonight, look dominant, have the crowd go crazy for it. You know, he can do something diabolical, and there you go. And he can, you know, challenge Wardlow that way. Why are we rushing into having to have that title match on this Dynamite? Because I'm you sure know, they I... want to sell tickets because he's, he's somewhat local. I guess, but you couldn't put him against somebody else, any other name on the roster, and sell a ticket for it. It's got to be a TNT title match. Well, I was. I'll say this. I was I'll, baffled I'll, on, on the uh, Cow Palace show that he was on the show, but he wrestled for like 10 seconds, and he was gone. I, I will laugh if, you know, the, his music hits tonight and he walks out in Wardlow's gear in the TNT title because he was the one who broke into Wardlow's car. Actually, that would be uh, quite the little angle right there, but don't think it's happened. MLW refiled. The final day they could amend their lawsuit. They did that Monday. It was filed in uh, at San Jose again, which I thought they weren't going to be able to file in San Jose, but they did. Calling it predatory conduct, MLW is continuing to claim WWE is impeding their ability to compete in the licensing of its programming for distribution on streaming services, continues to threaten to deprive MLW of its ability to license its programming, for distribution on cable. They claim they are, quote, at risk of the business being irreparably destroyed. And so, you know, you know how these things are written. In a naked attempt to restrain competition through the abuse of its market power, WWE, through Paul Levesque, its then-executive vice president, called MSG to insist MSG canceled the show with Ring of Honor in New Japan. 
unable to resist the pressure from the industry behemoth, MSG succumbed and withdrew from the Ring of Honor agreement and canceled the Ring of Honor show. While Sinclair threatened to sue MSG over the agreement, the show was rescheduled. ROH and New Japan were forced to incur significant legal expense to vindicate their legal rights and to defend against WWE's anti-competitive behavior. So, uh, it is unknown, it says, when the court will make their next ruling. Original lawsuit was filed in January of 2022. And we'll be back in a moment to talk of this. Plenty more. Right, Dom? Wrestling Observer Live. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153. 800-943-2153. That's 800-943-2153. Hey, Pack Rat. Yeah, you. Are you moving cross-country and you just don't know who to call? Call us right now. Listen, you've probably seen one of our containers in your neighborhood. But did you know that we can help you move anywhere in the United States? It's real simple. We'll drop a container off at the location you tell us to bring it to. You pack up your valuable possessions at your leisure. They stay safe right in your home. And when you're ready, call us. We'll come and pick up the container and give you a scheduled date of when your furniture and the other possessions will be at your new home. So if you're moving across country or across town, be a pack rat. Join the pack rat family. Call pack rat right now for your free quote. See y'all later, pack rats. Call 800-569-7208. 800-569-7208. That's 800-569-7208. Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 
That's 800-293-0328. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. So, WrestleMania's coming up. Here are the matches thus far for this show. We have uh, Roman Reigns against Cody Rhodes for all the belts. We have Charlotte against Rhea for the women's title, SmackDown. Bianca versus Asuka for the Raw women's title. We have Austin Theory against John Cena for the U.S. title. Man, that's segment Monday. Holy smokes. We have got, oh, you're over there. I don't know, am I? Yeah, you are. All right, we got uh, Gunther defending against somebody. Brock Lesnar will be facing Omos. Can't wait for that one. And uh, Seth Rollins versus Logan Paul. Monday, they did a challenge and set up Trish Stratus, Becky Lynch, and Lita versus Damage Control. Which is Bailey, Dakota Kai, and EO Sky. And originally, there was going to be a women's tag team title match at WrestleMania, but currently the women's tag team champions are in this six person. So either there's going to be a title change where Becky and Lita lose the tag titles to somebody, and then we set up a title match for Mania, or that's not going to happen. My guess is, since we have uh, about a month left, that is what's going to happen. Because it doesn't make sense to tie up the tag titles in a six-person when you have two nights of WrestleMania. And right now we have eight matches. That's one night of WrestleMania. These will be th- th- these current matches will be split between both nights. But the point is, eight matches on one show, eight matches on another show. We have eight more matches that we need. So I presume there's going to be a tag title change. But uh, Well, you know what makes the most sense there is to have Ronda and Shayna win the belts and then defend them against Tegan Knox, which who is one of Triple H's favorites. She is somebody that has had so many injuries and so much in her path to even get to this point where she could be at a WrestleMania. And Natalia as her partner, who is a WrestleMania stalwart every year getting on the card. So... That would make the most sense to actually have some functionality with those titles and to get all of those names I just mentioned on the card. And then, as noted, we have got the Backlash show, May 6th, from Coliseo de Puerto Rico, Jose Miguel, something or other. It's in San Juan. It is the home of Bad Bunny. So he will be hosting the show whatever that means and uh it'll be, out. it'll be his first appearance since the 2022 royal rumble and uh he said in 2005 when i was a kid god ouch that's the year i started all of this this not even the whole thing just the website the other thing was was a decade before that in 2005 when i was a kid I was not able to attend New Year's Revolution at El Coliseo. Finally, 18 years later, WWE returned to the island with a massive event. 
And this time, I won't miss it. So, uh, there you go. Is it 35 years this year since Bruiser Brody? Is that my math right with 88 there? So it has been a long time, and I've been watching some of those WWC shows that are on WAP on, on Saturdays and Sundays, and that is a scene that needs as much help as it can get. Now, obviously, economically, structurally, that place, Puerto Rico, is... You know, they got bigger concerns than wrestling, but it ought to be interesting to see exactly what it's like. And frankly, I'm interested to see exactly what WWE does in the week leading up to the event, because obviously they like being involved in these big events. They like, again, getting themselves in and doing a bunch of charitable works and things like that. I'd like to see what they actually do for the people of Puerto Rico to put on that show. Alrighty, the raw ratings from uh, Monday... So this was a return of John Cena. You guys remember when uh, John Cena returned at that SmackDown show? Showed great. John Cena really moves those numbers. But they didn't really do that this time. So the Raw show built around appearances by both John Cena and Logan Paul. They were trying to get all of the uh, alleged, you know, big marquee names there. Raw, 1.83 million viewers, 0.52 in 18 to 49. And uh, the hourly numbers, it opened at 1.89 million, which is not great. The good news is it didn't really drop a lot throughout the show. 1.89 million first hour, 1.86 million second hour, and they held to a 1.74 million third hour. Which my guess is when Cena was out there, it went way up and then went way down. But it averaged 1.74 million viewers. So uh, it was just, you know, it was just a number. But, you know, as we've mentioned before, this goes for both AEW and WWE. Everybody gets all fixated on the average viewership number for the show. But we got to talk about the cable charts. And, you know... Sometimes people go, ah, it's not about, it is about 1849 because there's a cable chart and that's how the shows are ranked. So if it were about something else, they would rank them by something else. If it were about the number of people that just watch the show, it'd be ranked by that. It's not, it's 18 to 49. And they were first on cable and they weren't just first on cable. They were first on cable by a wide margin with uh, Below Deck doing a .27 and Tucker Carlson doing a .27. They both did a point two seven is two and three. Raw did a point five two. So, you know, that's great. That's all there is to say about it. So why it was down, why John Cena didn't move numbers like he has before, I don't know. Let me ask maybe, you a question. Maybe people knew he was showing up to see theory. That <laughs> may maybe that was it too, but our plus three and plus seven, I mean, obviously, it's a thing. It's important to a much lesser degree. But plus three, I would think, is relatively important because wouldn't broadcasters and ad people, you know, the, the ones who are buying commercials and all that, wouldn't they actually be happy within three days of you checking out well, the product and, and being up on it? Is that a number they, they care about? I don't think they care that much about it because, let's be honest, if you record Raw on Monday and then you decide you're going to watch it on Wednesday. I mean, you ain't sitting there watching those commercials, dude. You're skipping through the commercials. Well, that's true. That's true. And you know the other thing, too. I mean, listen, here's the other thing about Plus 3. You know, when when a show like Raw does a .52, and then, you know, second place and third place are doing what they do, .27, I mean, your Plus 3 ain't going to... 
it ain't going to make much, much of a difference. No. And, you know, everyone has a plus three. And I would think that for the most part, the plus threes are all similar, with the exception of, you know, if there's a sporting event. I mean, if there's a big game, I mean, no one's skipping the game and then watching it three days later. I mean, that's why that's why sports are DVR-proof, which they're not. Yeah. So anything that's not a sport, I mean, your plus threes are all probably going to be relatively the same. It's not going to make a big difference uh, in in the cable charts or the... Overall, I just wonder yeah. about that sometimes with Rampage where it's like, I wonder if people like three days later, or even like if they hear really good matches on there, but it's like, I don't have the time to get to it or the rest of the show wasn't that good or whatever it was. I wonder, it's like, do people go back around to it if they hear that that Takeshita, I know it was on Dark, but let's just say Takeshita Jack Cartwheel, you know, you heard that match was that good. At some point, do they even go back around to it or is it just once a four days happens it might as well be gone well it happens because we have gotten plus three numbers before and there are people that watch the show on a significant delay and you know tony khan in the in the media deal on uh sunday you know he was talking about that one pay-per-view remember that one pay-per-view that went like well over four hours and there was like a game, and they were waiting for the game to end before they put the big matches out there. Yeah, and so it ended up going really long. NBA playoffs, and it, you know, yeah. His theory was, well, there might be people watching the game, and then you know, if we save the big matches till the game is over, we might get a bunch of late buys. So he claims that that happened. You know, not like you know a hundred thousand, but it did make a difference. And so, you know, if there is a, a if there's word of mouth for a great match on a on an AEW show or you know a Raw show or whatever, people will go back and watch it. But it's not really in numbers that are going to make like a substantial difference. I mean, you have a core audience that is watching Raw, that is watching AEW, and that is definitely watching Rampage. You got a core audience, okay? And the key is, you know, for a wrestling company. If you're running for AEW, for example, I mean, yeah, you can get some extra people plus three, but what you want is for the people to be invested in your angle so they'll actually buy the pay-per-view. For WWE, it's less important because they're on Peacock. It's like, you know, you're not asking them to spend $40 or $50 or whatever an AEW pay-per-view is. And, you know, the one thing that we've also learned from the AEW pay-per-views is that whether they have a big number or a small number for a go-home show that really does not have a massive bearing on how the pay-per-view is going to do. Your pay-per-view is going to be purchased by your hardcores. So if your show does 800,000 or it does 1.2 million, you know, all of those extra people above 800,000, they may not be buying the pay-per-view at all. Your your goal is to convince the people under 800,000 to buy that pay-per-view. And apparently they they did it because this this weekend show apparently did better than full gear. That's what the early numbers showed. So there you go. This isn't really related, but I'm interested to know what exactly Reels would have gotten on Peacock. I wonder if Peacock goes out and actually gives a number or touts how great it did streaming-wise or something like that. I'm interested to see if there's anything about that at all, because if you were to click into Peacock when you have the channels, at least for the weekend, it was towards the top. Now they've knocked it down a, a lot lower, and they're pushing their own stuff. But I'm wondering how that did. I'm also wondering if anybody did watch our M&E MLW commercials getting through. Back in a moment with more Observer Live. 
I'm Martha Stewart, and I have a question for you. You know that unwelcome guest everyone wishes would just leave already? That's COVID-19. That's why I got an updated booster designed to help protect against recent Omicron variants. Got it? Check eligibility and schedule your updated COVID booster at vaccines.gov. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495 That's 800-788-1495 How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right, for about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it, and you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than two bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees, and our 15 day guarantee. Call now 800 617 5145. 800 617 5145. 800 617 5145. That's 800 617 5145. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. So listen, I'm an honest man. This is a good show, this NXT show. Had some good wrestling, some really good wrestling. And, you know, it wasn't perfect. A couple of things were a little weird. Couldn't have started off any better. Hey, this Tony D'Angelo Dijak no, Jailhouse Street Tiffany fight. Tiffany Stratton did the... God, come uh, on. Who cares about that? Golly, dude. Nerd. Come on. It's 2022. You can't be salivating over these ladies. Tony D'Angelo and Dijak in a Jailhouse Street fight was a great match. 
Although, you know what my new most hated thing in wrestling is? Get a chair thrown in your face? I don't like to talk about these fans. I. But goddamn, these stupid fans. Stop chanting for tables in matches where yes! dudes are killing each other oh. with far more violent things. Sean Moxley has got barbed wire wrapped around his hand. He's got a fork. By the way, you guys should watch that match. You should watch how he uses that fork, okay? And he's he's jabbing this guy, bust puncturing him and busting him open and scratching him and all this stuff. And these fans are chanting, we want, we want tables. tables. And it was the same thing in this match. Like, they're using chairs. They're hitting these hard slams on the floor. They're using all these gimmicks. And these fans are like, we want, we want tables. tables. Like, get out of here, you geeks. Mm. So anyway, the wrestling was real good. They took hard bumps. Dijek always does crazy stuff. Poor Stax. This Stax tries to get involved. He gets killed here. He tries to get involved. He gets killed there. Tries to get involved. And then, you know, at the end, Dijak is going to slam the door on Tony. But old Stax, what a loyal friend. He, he throws his body between the door and the, and the cage. He just gets squished again, this poor guy. And uh, finally, as he gets booted in the crowd, uh, Tony ends up... Uh, he hits Dijak with a series of crowbar shots, which is a lot worse than a wood table. And he throws him in the cell, and he locks the door, and he wins. Dude, all I want in wrestling is, if you advertise a stipulation, bro, just give it to me. And they advertise a jailhouse street fight. And, brother, you couldn't ask for more on NXT. Very good opening match. Yes. Then Roxanne did a promo. And uh, she's going to walk in a stand and deliver as champion. She's going to beat Miko tonight. Then we had the latest and the greatest current storyline in wrestling. So, the fornicator has offered to go talk to Kiana. Because things just haven't been the same since Fallon screwed everything up on Valentine's Day. So he goes to meet her in her office, her strange office. And there's a big Valentine's bouquet of flowers on the desk. And he goes, you know, old Brooks just hasn't been the same since Valentine's Day. But, man, look at those flowers he got you. Man, look at that. And he takes the card. And she grabs the card. She hurriedly puts it away. And he says, she goes, he has such a big heart. Who could not love him? And Briggs says, listen, all I got are Fallon and, and the Virgin. I just want him to be happy. Kiana says, you know, I've been really busy lately, but I just want to make this right. Briggs said, man, the virgin, he's terrified of making a mistake around you. She goes, yeah, wow, I appreciate this. I appreciate you coming in. I'm going to go give him a call. Let me write it down on my thing. And off he goes. And, you know, it wasn't subtle, but they're also not treating you like an idiot. Who sent these flowers? They were not sent by the virgin. We'll get back to that. Gallus cuts a promo on Pretty Deadly, and Pretty Deadly shows up in the crow's nest. Gallus wants to fight. Pretty Deadly doesn't want to fight. And I'm sitting there, and I'm just going, wait a second. Pretty Deadly wanted the tag titles. Now Gallus is offering them a match, but they won't take Like, what's happening? Then it's explained. Pretty Deadly only wants to fight Gallus if the titles are on the line. And so I guess we just have to wait for Gallus to put these damn titles on the line because otherwise we're just spinning around in circles like this poor virgin. 
We had a very wacky Lyra Valkyra segment. She's speaking WWE mumbo-jumbo. She wants a title shot. I don't know what's going on here. Well, Ilya Dragunov vows to break the will of J.D. McDonough. Then we had a fun match, dude. Ron Breaker and the Creeds against Jinder Mahal and Indu Share. This match was fun. Mm-hmm. They're just, they showed Dragon Lee out there, by the way. He's there. He waves at everybody. He's got his mask on. He's Dragon Lee. So they brawled over the place early. The Creeds, first they're just throwing these big dudes all over. Big suplex. Big suplex. These giant dudes bail outside. All three of the babyfaces, including Braun Breaker, giant flip dives to the outside. I'm like, holy smokes. They get some heat during the break. Then it breaks down into a six-way brawl. Creed's double-team veer. Brutus hits him with the Brutus bomb. They get the pin. That was a good match. That was fun. That's that's what Big Joseph called it. Butterball and then uh, adjusted it to the Brutus ball. But, yeah, that was... That is what I want to see. And look, Indushare needs to get better as a team because they just need experience. The Creeds are naturals at this. Them on the main roster one day again. You know, it's a long way off, but it's nice to think about. Then we had A-Train, all concerned about Shawn Michaels going out for Grayson's show here. But Shawn says, I think I got it. So, dude, I got to give these guys credit. And actually, I don't know if I should give them credit or if I should just talk about how beloved... Johnny Gargano is. So, Grayson Waller's out there with Shawn Michaels. And, you know, they're going back and forth, and they're talking about bread, and you won't give me a shot. And you know what I liked about it is, Grayson goes, dude, I'm the biggest star here. I got so much potential. I just can't get a break from you. And, you know, I hated this because, you know, in in storyline, it's like, what are you talking about, dude? But Shawn Michaels. You're hosting a show. Shawn Michaels flat out says, like, the exact same thing I said on this podcast. He goes, dude, what are you talking about? You got a championship match in a steel cage at Valentine's Destruction or whatever, and you lost. So what's your problem? You had your opportunity, and you were a loser. Yeah, we, we, we screwed you. You got screwed in that match. We got you a match inside of a steel cage. You lost. That's how it goes. And so now Grayson's mad because the dude's right. And then, you know, he says, you only are in this position because your friend Hunter had a heart attack. And Sean says, well, listen, my friend asked me to do this, and I did. And now I'm here, and this is my deal. So what do you want to do about it? And so finally, you know, Grayson challenges him to a match at Stand and Deliver. He challenges Shawn Michaels to a match at Stand and Deliver. And Shawn takes off his jacket, and then he goes, you know what? Everybody, including the best in the world, because he's referring to Brian Danielson, who wanted a match with Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania, and Shawn wouldn't do it. He goes, everybody, including the best in the world, has challenged me to this dream match at Mania. He goes, it's been, you know, a decade or whatever. They backed the truck up to my house. I know the guy by name. It ain't happening. Nothing would thrill me more than to face you and stand and deliver. But there is somebody here who will whip your ass. They want to whip your ass a lot more than I do. And so Johnny Gargano's music hits. And listen, on paper, you are teasing the return of Shawn Michaels, okay, you're flat out challenging this guy to a match. And on on paper, he's going to say, no, Johnny Gargano is going to face you. This sounds like something the fans might not accept. But boy, they hit Johnny's music. And these fans went nuts for this guy. 
They were not let down. They were so happy to see Johnny wrestling back. He comes out, and they're going crazy, and uh, and he accepts, and so they're doing that match. Now, everybody here is saying, oh, look at that. Vince shows up at Raw, now Johnny's on NXT. I don't know. I don't know all of the details, okay? But this match for this show had been planned for a long time. Long before a mustachioed Vince McMahon returned, it has nothing to do with Vince being back. This was always their plan. Ever since, you know, Grayson Waller started going nuts on Shawn Michaels, all the way back to then, the idea had been Johnny Gargano and Grayson Waller at the show. So I know everyone's thinking it had... It had to be. God, your channel sucks. But anyway, yes. <laughs> Say, look, as long as there's a Triple H, there's probably going to be a Johnny Gargano and a Tommaso Ciampa. So I think people should be happy about that and actually think about that sometimes. He's not getting buried. And look, even if that's the case, look at it this way. Triple H knew enough and they did enough where he comes down on Wednesday where, hey, he is going to be cheered. He's not going to be made fun of on commentary or any of that sort of stuff. So... You know, good play to them. Yeah, we're going to have to figure out your tie line, dude. I know, man. All here. I know. Just got to reset this thing. Uh, then we had uh, Gigi Dolan and JC Jane, just their first match right here on TV. And it was there. And the babyface won. And then JC beat her up afterwards. And we've seen this a million times in WWE. The babyface gets their revenge, but then they get attacked. And now I'm supposed to care about seeing them get their revenge. I, I already saw it. So, anyway, Fallon meets with Brooks, Fallon Henley, and she's apologizing about Valentine's Day. And, you know, Brooks says, hey, listen, I'm sorry it took me so long to get over this. The Virgin, I should mention, I should call him the Virgin because you guys know what I'm talking about. The Virgin's all, I, you know, I forgive you. I'm feeling better now. So then Briggs shows up. He goes, he goes talk to Kiana, but man, those flowers you got her, they look great. And Brooks kind of gets a look on his face and he goes, I don't care about what's on the desk. What'd she say? And he goes, she's going to call you. And right then the phone rings. And the Virgin's all excited. He picks it up. It's Fallon. And he, he goes running off in excitement. And after he leaves, Fallon looks at the fornicator. And she goes, I knew it. He didn't get her those flowers. Who got her the flowers? And then Briggs, poor Briggs, goes, damn it, Fallon. I hate to admit it, but you were right. What are we going to do about it? And she says, don't worry. I have a plan. Ron Breaker comes out, sets up the match with Carmelo Hayes at the uh, at the show, and uh, we'll go over all the details different shows. But the point is, even though they've been doing this thing where we're supposed to believe that the fans have turned on Braun Breaker, now they've like totally dropped it. He's out there as a babyface. Carmelo's out there as a total babyface. They're both putting each other over. They're going to have a babyface match at the show for the title. And I guess we got some time to, you know, do whatever. Maybe Braun turns on him or whatever. But right now it's a babyface match. So there you go. Loser goes to WWE. Uh, that's that seems to be the scenario. I may have to mute you for a second. My ears are being blown out. I'll come back to you. Thea is meditating with Tyler Bate. He's trying to, you know, teach her how to not be afraid of of uh, of Ava. So they do the Andre Chase Joe Gacy match. And it's a pretty good match. I mean, these guys are good workers, whatever you think about the gimmicks. And as, as uh, you know, the match is going on, Thea outside, all of a sudden she just gets all fired up. 
And she runs over, starts screaming at Ava, I'm not afraid of you, I'm not afraid of you. And then she's like, yeah, I, I conquered my fear. And she goes through the double high five to uh, Andre, and then uh, boom, he gets pinned. So then later, they do a segment, and Thea's all excited. She goes, man, you guys, I, I conquered my fear. And Andre's like, yeah, you did. We need to get this Tyler back. And Duke Hudson looks at him and goes, dude, are we ignoring the fact that you just lost? He goes, dude, this this isn't uh, this isn't a university. You know what this is? It's an embarrassment. It's a bunch of losers. And he storms off. And he's not wrong. Then we had El- Isla Don and Alba Fire. They're doing witchcraft and talking about uh, wrestling. Then we had a Wes Lee promo. There's another uh, deal next week. Open challenge. And then uh, Roxanne Miko Satamura. Man, they had a great match. They had a total Japanese-style match. Miko Satamura finally gets pinned. And then afterwards, she goes to raise Roxanne's hand. And it's 1995 after Roxanne got beaten up by some Marines outside a bar. She collapses. They bring everyone in. They're doing a post-concussion syndrome angle. At a mid-90s Raw. Back in a moment. Do you have an invention idea but don't know what to do next? Call InventHelp now for free information on how to get started today. InventHelp provides invention services that help everyday inventors get started with their idea. We have representatives nationwide who will explain the InventHelp process step by step. Over 10,000 patents have been secured through InventHelp's patent referral services. Our services include professional materials needed to showcase your invention and 3D animation and prototype modeling that help you demonstrate your idea. Get down to the details of your idea with a technical drawing. The InventHelp databank includes thousands of companies who have agreed to review new ideas. We've been helping inventors since 1984. Let's help you next. Take advantage of the opportunity to get started today. Call 1-800-356-7308. That's 1-800-356-7308. Again, 1-800-356-7308. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time.
time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812-800-215-6812-800-215-6812-800-215-6812. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. All right, we're back here in the show. Brian Elber is here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike's going to reboot everything, and hopefully everything works out tomorrow because uh, I'm sure you guys probably started hearing that, especially in that third segment. Holy smokes, that was not good. But anyway, uh, we got a lot coming up tonight. It'll be uh, Wrestling Observer Radio for subscribers, both at WrestlingObserver.com for the audio, video, .f4wonline.com for video. And we will have the AW Dynamite show more on NXT, I'm sure more fallout from the pay-per-view on Sunday, and a look at all of the news. Uh, we did not have a Lance show this week. Uh, his wife uh, was in the hospital. She's doing well now, so that's good. Uh, but we'll uh, either reschedule this week or have it sometime usual time next week. And since Filthy did double duty on Observer Live this week, uh, that was his uh, that was his work for the week. So uh, that's the update on all that. Last night's Brian Abini show, the post-WrestleMania 10 Raw. You guys ever watch the uh, post-WrestleMania Raws nowadays? Go back and watch the post-WrestleMania 10 Raw. Boy, was that... Uh, that was a different story. By the way, uh, when Lance was at the hospital yesterday, Lance is kind of like Don Callis sometimes. He just wants to be put over. You know, he had that uh, that issue last week. So he went to the hospital, and they went to check his, uh, just do a blood pressure checkup. And uh, his arm was way too big for the cuff. He was so muscular, they had to go get a specially, you know, special cuff. So he wanted that put out there. His 24-inch pythons, too big for the blood pressure giving. Last time I went, my arm was too small. We'll talk to you next time, Wrestling Observer Live.